podcast. Welcome to the Avelia's Weird Podcast. We're back again, week in, week out. This is week 10 of the podcast, which means we've been doing this podcast for 10 weeks. Nine of those 10 weeks, you've been forced to listen to me talking shit in a room by myself. And one of those weeks, I had a guest, which was last week, and that guest was Aaron McCann. It was a fun podcast. We learned things last week, like how heavy horses are, like how heavy shire horses are. Whoa, those bitches are heavy. You'd guess like a horse would be like 60 stone, nah mate, like 98 stone, whoa, unbelievable. And also we learned how I got high on potato salad. Hmm, how's that even possible here you ask? We'll go back to last week's episode and have a listen and you'll see. But this week's back to me being by myself and just to paint the picture of what's going on here, um... I'm just sitting in my living room by myself. It's like eerie. It's like, do you know in the BFG, whenever the wee girl that's like the BFG's mate later in the book is like hiding and being like, everybody else in the orphanage is asleep. Apart from me. And there's this giant dude blowing stuff in the window from a horn. That's freaky, and you don't want to talk too loud in case he hears you. That's what it feels like, because it's just eerie and quiet. And why it's eerie and quiet is because the time is 1.31am on Saturday morning. Why am I recording my podcast at 1.31 on a Saturday morning, I hear you ask? Well, it's the only time I've got to do it, and... I know people wake up on a Saturday and they've got their wee routines. They get up, they go to the gym, have their breakfast, or they just stay in bed, slay in bed too, whatever, floats your boat, bro. But they get up and do their wee routines, and no matter what they do, whether it's going to the gym, whether it's taking kids to like rugby or hockey or Gaelic practice, whether it's just getting a wee lie-in, no matter what they all do on a Saturday morning at some point, is they go on iTunes they check their, the new uploads and they wait with bated breath for Dave Elliott's weird podcast. And guess what? I wouldn't let you down. So I'm here. It's half one. will probably be a shortish podcast tonight because, you know, Papa Bear has to put his little hat on, put his wee PJs on, put his wee honey pop back in the cupboard and hop into bed for a night's sleep, which... I warn you now, it's not going to be a good night's sleep. I'm going to be cranky tomorrow morning because I have to get up at 6am because i got to get that cash, got to get that money, got to get stuff done. I have, I'm on a tight schedule at the minute and we've got another spar video to shoot in the morning. We're starting shooting that at 7am. Um, if any of you guys like, look at some of my... Uh, work if you will my body of work outside of the podcasts that i do either the weird podcast or boytown you know i do some videos online as well and did a couple there and with shane todd for spar we advertised just spar like in one video and then the second one we advertised our halloween uh range and now this time we're doing christmas so um the only time that we have to do it the video is actually going to be out on monday monday the 4th of january except minus a month, which means Monday the 4th of December. 
and it's now the 2nd of December and we haven't shot a scene <coughs> so if we're going to have a full video done by the drop date of the 4th of December we, we need to get it done and it's a long day shooting you know you may watch these videos and be like that's one minute of banter but hey it's a full day of work that goes into that one minute of banter because when you've got myself and Shane Todd shooting videos you need to shoot a lot of stuff to get the smallest bit of humour like because we aren't funny dudes we are made look funny by edits we're not really funny dudes <laughs> oh jay we're hilarious but anyway it's still a long day so we're shooting a spar video um tomorrow and we've we video out at the minute actually before i get into talking about stand-up and um, we put a video out there uh the troubles with the 80 so um if you've got a moment fire over to facebook onto my page at Dave Elliott Comedy and check out The Troubles of the 80s um, if any of you have seen we did a wee episode of that like about three years ago and it was great fun got a good response but we just didn't bother doing any more we didn't really know where to go with it whereas now we've sat down worked it out we've a load of them in the in the tank and we're hoping to to do some more so check it out The Troubles of the 80s on Facebook it'll be be good it'll be good for a wee laugh so well and uh, yeah it's really fun to do and you get to see me without a beard which is disgusting you know, it's it's just not like people are like, oh, he's got a load. Of, like you know the old racist joke, he's got more chins than a Chinese phone book. I don't. I just have one large chin. I'm like a pelican, but a human. I'm like you just have put a pelican's gullet into a fat-faced human, and that's what I look like. It's so gross. Like when I shave my beard off to do this video. My girlfriend was actually like, oh my god, you're disgusting. Like, your face is so gross. And I was kind of like, um, the face is the exact same face. Um, just without a beard. She's like, no, it's disgusting. And then she made it awkward for herself by saying, in the presence of my mother, you look like your dad. Uh. And then my mum was like, say what, bitch? <laughs> She's like... Um, yeah, he looks like his dad. He's like, what? you bitch, what's wrong? What's wrong with my man, bitch? She's like, oh, um, I, I didn't mean it like that. Like, your your husband is, he's sexy, but my, my David isn't sexy. Your David, sexy. Mine, not, not sexy. Your David has, like, you know, a bigger piece of mine, you know, small, like, brown. It's not, not a nice, it's, it's grey, if anything. You know, grey. Like, you know when you get, like, a bit of meat like a nice sunday roast and it's not cooked yet and like the the color of the meat if you look at it and like the light it kind of looks a wee bit metallic or like like fish's scales that's like my little pee pee and yeah basically i'm stinking without a beard but yeah troubles with the 80s it's there check it out and we're still busy and thank you for listening to dave Ellie's weird podcast haha <laughs> Worst joke of the day alert. I haven't finished it. Although I want to. It's one thirty-seven now. I have another like half hour of this shit to go. Woo! But yeah, it's been a good week. I did my show again. Dave Elliott. 30 Years of Dave. Great show title. And the show was really fun. Um, it was the second time I've done. The, hour, the initial plan was to take this show to the Edinburgh Fringe back in the summer. But... Your boy went and got, a, got, his, got his girlfriend pregnant. 
So you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't know why I'm speaking ghettos because this is what happens to me. Do you know what I mean? Whenever I'm awake in the in the like witching hour, the twilight zone, whatever you want to call it, I turn full ghetto and gangster, you know? So suck on that pie, baby. But um yeah, so with having the baby I couldn't really take the time to go to Edinburgh for a whole month. It'd be selfish. And you know me guys. I'm not a selfish person, so it was only the second time I ran the show, but I was really happy with it. Um, <clears throat> I've worked hard on the show, and it's nice to be at the point where you can turn out an hour and people will come and enjoy it, you know. And any of you listening to the podcast who did come to the show, thank you. Thank you very much for coming along. Thank you very much for supporting me, and hopefully you enjoyed it and you can tell a friend hey i like this guy let's go and see his next show which i'll hopefully have in and around the new year for you a nice new hour of material which will probably be about the trials and tribulations of becoming a first-time father because hey man i ain't got no qualifications do you know i'm not down with the kids i don't know how to like i consider myself a good social person like i think i can go into most social situations and do well you know cope at least flourish maybe but like well there's one group that i'm just not down with yet and that's babies do you know like if i walked into a pub full of babies and i had to like have the banter i just couldn't do it mainly because i would be questioning that particular pub's door policy and saying, like, yo, man, is it not over 18s? Why have you let all these babies in? And why are they drinking pints of ale? <laughs> and then that would automatically make me uncomfortable and unable to, like, settle into their environment. And, like, <clears throat> even if I were to go into an environment where babies were comfortable, like a nursery, you know, that's entirely flipped onto me. And people would be like, yo, bro, why are you at this nursery? Uh, is your kid here or something? I'm like... And I ain't got no kid yet. I'm just practicing for when the day comes. And they'd be like, oh, you're going to McGabry, baby. I'd be like, yeah, it's pretty, pretty creepy. So, yeah, I'm just going to have to have to see how that goes. But literally, the baby's coming in a couple of weeks. So I'm very excited. Nervous a little bit, but very excited. And it's a strange feeling, too, to have had something like the show that I did over me. <clears throat> something I've been building to for months seemingly and it's just done it's like hmm. because it went well I've just wanted to do stand up more I'm just wanting to be on that stage I'm just wanting to tell jokes and I was at Aaron McCann's show in the Mandela Hall this week opened up for him repaid the favour that he did to me on Sunday and had a great time you know I added a few tried a few new wee bits out think they went well if you're there let me know if you liked it if you didn't hmm Sly, probably no, no taste in comedy, but hey, no, I'm only joking. If you didn't like it, that's fair enough. But um, I felt really good. It was a nice warm room. His gig went really well for him, which was great. Delighted for him. And yeah, it's, just, it's a good scene at the minute, guys. So if you listen to podcasts and you just know a lot of the guys that are kicking about at the minute, you know, get out and go and see the shows. Do you know, there's a lot happening. Um, comedy in Northern Ireland's in a good place at the minute. I think this new generation of comedians if you will are, are are on the right track so let's keep supporting it and keep going to these sort of shows while 
you know, still relatively cheap because like I'll probably up my ticket prices for the next show because I'm I'm a little little spoiled bitch, you know. And I'll be like, mm, I've done it for seven pounds, so now I'm going to do it for eight because that's inflation. Do you know what I mean? And like, if I up my tickets from seven pounds to eight pounds, I might be able to like you know buy a new pair of trainers or something. You know what I mean? So no brainer. But yeah, it's good. It's it's good. The minute the scene is nice, it's good. And although I'm taking a wee break, I just want to be doing stand up. So hopefully in that time, when I'm off, like learning how to be a dad and stuff like that, you know, <laughs> learn how to be a dad and shit. Um, I'll write some new stuff and be able to get that on on the go <clears throat> but yeah shooting in the morning literally getting up at 6 and I'm not good I'm not, I'm not an early right like I'm, I'm a decent morning person but I'm always early to bed like I think in the back of my mind I've sort of told myself I need to get as tired as I can get so I can function being tired because apparently that's my life now is being woken by a baby crying and like the annoying thing for me right is the baby's going to be breastfed so technically if it cries during the night you know your boy should be allowed to just keep sleeping because you know last time I checked although I have an ample tit it ain't got no milk in it you know what I'm saying so I should be allowed to sleep but I mean I'm not going to do that because I'm a team player and I'm going to get up and like nurse it and all. Plus, I'll be so excited. Like, I think whenever the wee baby comes, I'll just be like, do you know when you get in, like in a really exciting new toy and you're a kid and you just want to get up out of your, your bed really early on Christmas and like play with it? Um, Sorry, I'm... Uh, sound probably sounds a bit strange here. I've got a wee spot and I'm just pop, popping that. Sexy. But yeah, I'll be up and I'll be excited and can't wait for it. But... It's nervous. Well, I got real sidetracked there and started thinking. I'm literally. It was dawning on me. I'm literally going to be a dad in two weeks, and for all the excitement, I just hope I'm decent at it. Do you know, oh, nothing more I'd hate than if I was just really shit at it. And I hope the kids sound too. You know, imagine you're a wee dick. You'd be a oh, fuck. That's, you go through all this to to get the kid and look after it and raise it, and then imagine you're a wee punk. You know, be awful. Like, you know that dude, I can't even remember his name, who, like, bought the rights to, like, cancer drugs and just made it super expensive? Like, if I was your son, you'd just go, man, why is it bad, like, something's <laughs> a punk? Cure cancer, because it needs to be cured, do you know? Shit, I'm really, I'm, it's too late in the day for me for this. I'm going to just uh, go into this week's Champions League of Weird. The Champions League of Weird. We're on the Group G and Group H this week on the Champions League of Weird. Um, I must say, two very strong groups. Group G more so than Group H. But this week in Group G, um, we have David Blaine, P. Diddy, Stalking Cat... And Pete Burns and in Group H we have Liberace Ed Gein Cat Williams and Kim Jong-un 
Now, for those of you maybe just catching up on the podcast for the first time, haven't listened before, don't know what the Champions League of Weird is, let me explain. I have no life and I'm a loser and I just picked a load of really weird people, loads of really weird celebrities and put them in this big competition to try and work out who is the weirdest of the weird. And I actually put names in hats, drew it and put them into groups and now... We've been doing this for about three weeks, and I'm sure it's boring. I'm sure people are going, this is the fucking worst part of this podcast. But hey, see in like about 70 weeks or whatever, when we find out who the weirdest is, you'll appreciate it, you know? So this week, the contests are David Blaine, P. Diddy. Whoa. Two weird dudes. David Blaine, the illusionist, the magician, the creep. The guy like lives up, upside London in a box. The guy lives underground. The man that talked to Eamon Holmes threw his, an eye in his hand. Weird. And he's P. Diddy. The man that changes his name more than Carl Frampton changes his fucking trainer. It's a terrible reference because he's done it once. But P. Diddy. Anyway, he's a strange guy. What I like about P. Diddy is he's like not only a weirdo with changing names like he just changed the name to Brother Love then realised there was a dude in wrestling who was called Brother Love and he was a very weird character and he's like yeah baby I can't call myself Brother Love no more gotta go back to being being Diddy again but if you want if you want baby you can call me Love so I'll just call him Love for the remainder of this but yeah he's an angry guy for someone's called Love he's pretty angry and apparently he he flipped out whenever Kendrick Lamar referred to himself as the king of New York. Diddy was like, you ain't no king of New York, there's only one king. It's Diddy, it's D, the I, the D, the D, the Y, the D, the I, the D, it's Diddy. But if you spell it, he actually spells like Diddy did, which is weird. So out of those two, I can't actually give a winner. I'm just putting the draw down, so it's one point apiece. David Blaine, one point. P. Diddy, one point. Next matchup is a tight one. Both similar attributes, Stalking Cat and Pete Burns. If any of you guys do not know who Stalking Cat is, yo, Google him. Because this guy is not only a stalking cat, he is a weird cat. This dude basically is an American guy who has made himself physically resemble a cat. Now, he hasn't gone completely into it and got, like, fur grafted on him. He's more like a Mr. Bigglesworth cat, but he's he's skinned, but he he looks like a cat. And the awkward thing with this is, is I think he has actually misinterpreted what was meant when someone explained the whole cat thing to him. Like, he's real into Native American people, like, Native folk spiritualism of all of that and someone said to him like to be inspired be, be guided by the, the wisdom of the tiger and you should become a tiger which I think the person telling that meant like spiritually 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 I meant like follow the tiger spiritually it's a strong powerful animal and this dude's like become a tiger no sweat fam, sort of. The guy went and has a loads of surgery to look like a cat. And yeah, he's a sight to behold. But the other guy coming up against him is not too dissimilar. Physically to him, it's Pete Burns from Dead or Alive. You. You want... No, that's... I. I want to know your name. 
and I can trace your private number, baby. Yeah, Pete Burns is a character, but the sad thing about Pete Burns is he was a sad guy. Do you know what I mean? He just had this surgery to try and look great, but he puts way too much filler in his lips and just ended up looking like the stalking cat. So for that reason, the points go to the stalking cat because he legit wanted to look like a cat. Pete Burns probably wanted to look sweet, ended up looking the opposite. He looked shit. So points to stalking cat. Group H. Big first game, Liberace versus Ed Gein. Liberace, flamboyant piano player. Gay man in a time when gay um, performers were not really appreciated. He was an innovator. He let his art form lead his private life. Do you know, he let, he let his performance of his flamboyance be on show, despite what the public at the time would have considered appropriate. And he was a, he was a trailblazer. But also strange like if you're what's a film behind the candelabra which if you're a boy town listener you'll know all about and you see what a strange guy Liberace is but you know this week the points go to Ed Gein because Ed Gein legit's a dude who like murdered people and dug up bodies and made suits out of skin like that's as weird as you can be like I should just cancel this whole term and go yo Ed Gein wins because he made dungarees out of a girl's legs <laughs> you know that's weird but if I don't know if you've seen like any movies like Psycho or Science of the Lambs or Texas Chainsaw Massacre, all based on Ed Gein. He was a, a fucked up dude. A fucked up cat, not a stalking cat, but a fucked up cat. And for that, he wins over Liberace. So three points to Ed Gein. And then the next battle, Kim Jong-un versus Cat Williams. Put Cat Williams in because he's just so classic. He's always getting arrested. He thinks he's a legit gangster. He's a stand-up comedian. You, you don't need a gun when you're a stand-up comedian. Do you know what I mean? You don't need to fight kids when you're a stand-up comedian. You know, unless kids are getting in your grill and you put down, by all means, but don't shoot them. But that's that's Cat. And then obviously if Kim Jong Un was in. I put him in. I tried to like make Kim Jong Un in my head seem like good banter. As opposed to just being a really dangerous psycho guy, and uh, I couldn't do it. He, he's a, he is a, a psycho, and he's probably going to kill us all between him or him and Trump. I think we are in trouble. Like Kimmy, just he called Donald Trump old, which Donald Trump didn't like, but at the same time, Trump shouldn't have come back and gone. You're fed with a shit haircut. Why'd you call me old? I never called you ugly and fat. That's a good way to behave as a president, Donald. You fucking glipe. That's what Donald needs, I think. Just told me it. you're being a glipe. Knock it in the head. Fucking wise up, you orange bastard. <laughs> I'm not like a fucking, yeah, you fucking orange bastard. Like an actual legit orange faced. But yeah, we maybe have to look at the weird, the weird Champions League and, and see if there's any way of, of like hurrying it up. And I say we're going to look at it, but in reality, we ain't going to look at it, baby. It's going on every week forever. Forever, ever. Forever, ever. Mm hmm. So, let me see, is there anything else I want to talk about? Have I prepared for anything? Nope. I'll just say, pl- I'll just plug myself for a bit, guys. Um, 
it's the most egomaniacal thing I've ever said. I'll just plug myself for a bit. And not in the fun way. Huh. Um, no, if you don't already, follow me on social media. I'm on Facebook, at Dave LA Comedy. I'm on Instagram, at Dave LA Comedy. And I'm on Twitter, at The Dave Elliott. 2002 T's, obviously. And if you've listened to the podcast, please go on to iTunes and rate the podcast five stars because it's all you're allowed to do apparently and review it and i want to make this as a segment each week of the show i want people to review the podcast and give me a really weird review based on the podcast and i'll read it out on the podcast we've only had one new review this week but as i say i'm going to read them out so whatever you review the podcast i will read it out so get on your itunes and and get get reviewing do you know what i'm saying let me just get on to it here because again i have to kill time because I've got slow old man fingers and can't just like ping it up uh, on my phone or in the bedroom for that matter. So I'm just killing time scrolling through here to tell you the the most recent review. There's a couple actually. Um, one review is from Belfast iPod. says, so good, it's weird. I appreciate that. Weekly musings from Papa Bear on everything in life from babies to comedy and occasional singing. Yeah, I would sing to you now, but again, it's like five to, to two and I'd definitely be in the bad books. Uh, this podcast is weird, but it's always a funny listen. Thank you. I appreciate it. Oh, whoa. Um, hopefully the, the title of this review um, is from the author, but it's not. It's a guy called Herbie 12 and he is, his... Uh, title was Pascal Seagon's Bald Skull Approves. For anyone who doesn't know who Pascal Seagon is, very niche reference, like Arsenal defender, squad defender from like the early noughties. But after that brilliant tagline, just a great Jim McDonald review. Very funny, so it is. Thank you. And that's, uh, that's the reviews this week, so... Yeah, guys, that's it. Done again. Only joking. Merch is twice. That's twice now you think I'm done, but I'm not done. I'm never going to be done. I'm going to do this all night. I'm going to have a mental breakdown. <clears throat> Only joking. I'll go on to the uh, listeners' questions. Do, 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 do. Oh, man. What was funny is, like, I recorded this podcast a little bit earlier, but then it got so controversial and I sort of said a few naughty things would get me into trouble. And it wasn't, like, trouble with my mates or trouble with my GF or trouble with my fam. It was trouble with the industry. I was talking smack about comedy and NNI. And I sort of said a few naughty things. So I'll maybe divulge them in the next few weeks because it's been building up in me. I want I want to say something, but you know what... Um, the old saying is, don't bite the hand that feeds you. Uh-huh. But you know, if the, the hand isn't offering you food, you should attack it. Take over the barnyard, am I right? I should sing, no matter what they tell her, no matter what they do, no matter what they teach us, what you believe is true. There you go, that's how you kill um, dead air. <laughs> the questions today coming from Twitter, Twitter are from Megan, who is basically my 
sous chef on the weird podcast every week she hooks me up with a great story and this week is no difference no different ah, she sent me a story um, from the independent which headline is surgeons operating on man for stomach bug shocked to find hundreds of coins and nails inside him he's like a human nail bomb this dude um an, endos- an endoscopy by doctors found that Maxed Khan had consumed 1.5 kilograms of metal items. Firstly, man, don't eat metal. It's not food. You know, you're not a car. You shouldn't have metal inside you, unless you're Terminator, which, hey, that's a whole new story for a whole new day. But this guy, surgeons treating a man with suspected food poisoning were stunned to discover 263 coins and 100 nails in his stomach. Maxed Khan was admitted to hospital with abdominal pains and doctors performed an endoscopy, endoscopy to investigate the cause. But they were amazed to find hundreds of coins, one and a half kgs of nails, dozens of shaving blades. That, that's where I draw a line, right? Yeah, coins and nails you could you could swallow. But razor blades like that should kill you. You know, you should die. Like, unless... Whew, shards of glass as well. Mm, okay. Stones and a six-inch piece of rusted iron shackle. Now, they're in his stomach, so I assume they went down the throat. Not up the duty. But even at that, why is it in your body? You know, he needs to go and see Stevie Star off of Britain's Got Talent and learn how to regurgitate that shit. Maybe he's just a Stevie Star fan. He's trying to work out that shit, but no, it's it's, it's bad. Um, Mr. Khan's believed to suffer from mental health problems. <laughs> really, Doc? The dude with two kilograms worth of like coins and shit inside him has got mental health problems? Nah, you don't say. Like, what, what, what happens to you to make you eight coins, you know? What like, unless you're you, you started like really niche banter with your mates and you're like they call me the money box and then you, the mates go why and he goes boop pops a quid down him then I could get it but very weird story and Megan I know you listen to the podcast and I appreciate that um but what I want to know is where do you find all these great stories like what do you Google to find these superb stories because I I try sometimes. Granted, not this week. Be a busy, busy camper this week, but I normally do, and I never find as quality stories as you do. So keep keep up the great work. And um, next question, James Wilson, the baby bull himself, has said, "Today is the sixty second anniversary anniversary of Rosa Parks' big namate to the racists." But Dave, what's the weirdest thing you have ever seen on public transport? Hmm. Hashtag weird. Hashtag ask Dave. I like that hashtag Ask Dave. Maybe that's what we should bring up. Other than just general questions, like offering my, my services for life advice. Um, I'm like the Dr. Phil of Northern Irish stand-up, except I ain't got no doctorate. I don't know shit about medicine. And I give you bad advice, baby. But the weirdest thing I've ever seen on public transport. Well, I saw a guy tap dancing and singing the blues <laughs> on, a, on a downtown train in New York. Um, I hope for my own mental health that that guy was real, and I didn't just imagine him. Yippity do da zippity day was the song he was singing. Don't know if that's blues, but that's what he was singing. And he was tap dancing, and 
maybe that's just what I think my angel will be like and I was just close to death at that moment and he saved me but that was the weirdest thing I've seen and then also on the same tube and in New York on the subway I saw this dude listening to music or like he, it, was, it must have been rap or something but he was like practicing bars and he was like miming the words with a massive grin on his face and just like popping dance moves and he was definitely not discreet so that was also pretty strange and then more locally I saw a guy be sick down his top on a bus once <laughs> that was pretty weird a guy was just looking a bit worse for wear I don't know if it was because we were going over too many bumps but he just sort of looking about and rather than booking on the floor he had a bit of decency just pulled up in his own t-shirt <laughs> down the front and to make matters worse when he came out from the t-shirt you wouldn't have known apart from a book all down his chin that was pretty strange <laughs> I'm, I'm losing it it's too late in the day for me here I'm passing out Pat asks what's your favourite Christmas movie no brainer my favourite Christmas movie Home Alone Love that shit. Watch it every year. Um, I like Die Hard too. I know there's been a lot of stuff in the papers. Is it a Christmas movie? Uh, no, it's not like a traditional Christmas movie. But it's a movie that's based at Christmas. So yeah, it is. So, you know, have better things to do in your life rather than arguing about that. You stupid loser bastards. Um, oh, Michael Jar, Ding Dong Marley. Nah, it's Sardine, mate. He sent me a link to a story. But guess what? Link doesn't work sorted out Jardine you're fucking slacking mate but he's asked me what's the worst thing you've done to your significant other she'd probably say made her pregnant would be the answer this short answer to that question um, but other than that the worst thing I've done to her I don't really know I, I generally um, treat her well we'll try to you know I, I, I like I like the girl I like her a lot I love her oh, but the worst thing I've done to her yeah, make her pregnant. <laughs> Sounds so so mean, but at the minute, because she's so pregnant, like she is, like if you wanted an example of how pregnant is so pregnant, she's so pregnant. She can't sleep, she can't sit up, she can't walk, she can't just do anything. It's constant pain, and that is all my fault. But hey, at the end of the day, she's gonna have a sweet little baby, and it'll all be worth it. But other than that, she'd probably say, you know what, I'm, go I'm going to come out with it. I'm not going to say what the worst thing I've done to her. But I'll tell you the worst thing she does to me is, she doesn't let me play FIFA. Yeah, I know I'm 31. I like to play on PlayStation. Helps me chill out. You know, helps me relax. And see when you're up doing a, a podcast at five past two on a Saturday morning and you have to wake up at six to film at seven. You should have been allowed to play some FIFA earlier in the night instead of being subjected to watching I'm a Celebrity and balls like that. All I'm saying is, let's start this hashtag, let a brother play FIFA, support me, speak up, rise. Look, Kelly, um, has... I, I don't think he's, think he's got, he's got, he's got the, the gist of, of the call for questions here. Yes, I did write in a tweet, recording my podcast today, any questions slash weird stories for me. I meant like any weird news stories. Luke's just come in off the bat with, went to Paris for the Euros 
and ended up at an 18th birthday for the next door neighbour. His, blo- his brother was a rabbi, and while playing Kings, every time someone lifted a card, he necked an entire beer. He had to be put to bed. <laughs> hashtag language barrier, hashtag international mates. I thought that said international males, which would have been more interesting hashtag because I would have been curious as to what an international male would have been but um, cheers for the story Luke um, I don't know what you want me to do though, but appreciate that that is a pretty weird story no doubt um, and also I just wanted to note why ask me questions Luke and not following me mm? sort that out and also why do you support Bayern Munich that's so weird if you're from Belfast mm. but uh, yeah cheers for getting involved and Last question on Twitter. Glenn Lindsay has said, any advice for me and my fellow students scum managing deadlines, Pappy? Hashtag so weird. Hashtag not water. You're right, man. It is not water doing deadlines. But deadlines are deadlines. They're there for a reason. You know, you got to get that shit done. What my advice to you would be, get yours done before everyone else and just go around being really smug and patronizing the people that haven't finished and be like, Oh, you do know that's actually due in like half an hour. How many words have you done? Hmm? And they'd be like, oh, just f-. they'll be like to you, Glenn. They'll be like, fuck off, Glenn, you piece of shit. And you'll be like, well, should have been prepared. And then they'll be like, well, we're students. We're supposed to get to the last minute of the deadline. And you can just be like, nah, Papa told me I get mine done first. So you can be mugging people off. You know, that's what you want to be doing. You want to be finishing your deadlines before other people so you can just be walking around being smug and you can revel in it you know make a name for it always get your deadlines done first you can be a guy that always finishes first that's what his nickname of mine was in school the guy that finishes first didn't mean about deadlines but it worked for me mate but if you're trying to put them in what i would advise you to do listen to podcasts you know listen to some nice music i'm uh listening to i'm, I'm into like a bit of like 80s rock at the minute I go through phases of different types of music But I'm a big fan of rock music And I'm enjoying listening to Pardon me, 80s rock and early 90s rock too Pearl Jam, they're great Going on a European tour I'm actually going to try and scoop myself some tickets To see Pearl Jam So listen to some rock music, listen to some podcasts Podcasts I listen to that I enjoy Are Chris Delia's Congratulations podcast And Tiger Belly Just Bobby Lee's, another American comedian's podcast and for something a bit different occasionally listen to chris jericho's talk is jericho podcast so um there would be my sort of international podcast to listen to and then locally obviously you've got uh boy town which is the podcast i do shane todd and you've got the shane todd cast which you can listen to which is also funny and you've got colin geddes's podcast general banter and i think a few of the other lads are gonna start doing podcasts again so i'd just say check that out and then also just spread the word of the weird podcast to people. That could be some way to put in your time, mate. Let me just go in, though, for one question on it on Instagram. Uh, Chris Barr. Ha, <laughs> I just I love that story, Chris, automatically. And um, Chris has said, first off, big well done to Papa Bear and his 10 out of 10 show on the black box. It was great, and I will 100% be attending your next show. Thanks, Chris. I appreciate that, mate. Um, in the news recently, there's been a large number of people changing their appearance via cosmetic surgery. Here's one of my favourites, where a guy has spent thousands of pounds trying to look like some Lord of the Rings type bastard. But Dave, 
If you were given £100,000 for cosmetic surgery, what would you change into and why? Mm. I must be honest, I think one of the best things that has happened to me is just being happy in the skin I'm in. You know, whenever I was younger, I was really self-conscious. As time got by, I'm like, hey, it's me. Just got to deal with it. You know, just get the top off, get in the swimming pool. And also now I'm a big, strong boy and I look sweet. But, you know, that that is something. But if it were to have to have surgery, I've said it before, I want to I have super powerful shoulders so I can run on all fours like a dog. Imagine people are just like, oh, would you have any special talents? And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, I, can, I have bionic shoulders and can run like a dog. But physically, if I were to do something, what... I would like to, I would pay to have my ears stretched really long and then I could like get them tied to my nipples and like I'd have it all connected by like piercings and it would go right down my nipples would then connect by chain to my willy and it'd just be like, there'd be bells on them so you could like play yourself like a musical instrument. Mm-hmm. And if I were to amend my face at all, obviously the the obvious answer would be to amend the gap in my teeth but hey that's part of me i don't want to change that so i would what would it do i would have my nose i would get my nose taken off so it just looked like a wee skeleton like a fat skeleton um and then i'd probably give the rest of my hundred thousand pounds to the charity yeah right spoof it pocket it and fucking party like a boss let me see and the story is oh whoa i consider myself trans species hmm this is going far, boys. You know, boys and girls, girls and boys. Boys that were girls, girls that were boys. I I despise... I, I legitimately don't know anymore. Like, I think people are allowed to do too much. Like, sometimes freedom of expression needs to be curbed. Like, doctors need to be, like, saying to people... No, you know, they need to be like, look, this is my art, this is my work, I'm not doing this to you. This dude, right, (laughs) has transformed himself into an elf and spent 25 grand to have plastic surgery, including full body hair removal. I might actually do that, get my back hair removed, skin bleaching and eye colouring. Luis Padron, why is it always like Hispanic people? Like the Spanish and the and the Portuguese have all this weird surgery, like the human Kendall, Rodrigo Alves. He's really made himself into a human Kendall, and this guy's made himself into an elf. Luis Padron, twenty five, became obsessed with elves after being bullied as a child. That doesn't make any sense. You're are you bullied? Yes, I got bullied as a kid. Alright, okay. How do you want to address the bullies? Do you want us to deal with them as a school? No. I'm going to make myself look like an elf. Okay, Lewis, there's nothing we can do to help you. I'm sorry. The Argentinian became determined to look like his favourite fantasy characters. Now has a £4,000 a month, month ritual of applying creams, dyes and treatments. He's almost spent more than twenty five grand on surgery, including liposuction on his jaw, a nose job, full body hair removal and operations to change his eye colour. To be fair, he does look kind of sweet. His ears ridiculous, but a fantasy fanatic spent more than twenty five grand as he wants to become a real life. I like the way they've got a real life elf. I thought I said a real life little elf. Would you mean sweet? 
He's become obsessed with the world of elves, angels, blah, blah, blah. Nah. Not, like, doctors should be saying this, dude, man. You, um, you need to just go and see a, a legit mental health doctor and be told you're not an elf, you're a dude. Like, you know, don't, don't get those big weird ears because if not, they, they don't work proper. And, like, I think some people have surgeries on a whim nowadays. They're like, oh, I need to do this. And then they do it and then they wreck themselves. Like, I'm not so much an, uh, a master of reality television, but I have been reintroduced to Geordie Shore recently, and from whenever I watched it at the very outset to now, some of those girls have had, like, they're only young, like 25, and they have freaking face fillers and look like monstrosities now, and the people are just looking at coin, and they've made this dude look like an elf, and make Rodrigo Alves look like Kendall, and you're like, and make... Stalking cat look like a cat. It's like what the fuck's wrong with people? Like, I get the whole like I get being gay and bisexual and being uh, transgender, but see all these subcategories. It's it's getting ridiculous. Like I saw a thing a guy on TV being like, "I'm flu, I'm gender fluid." It's like that's not that isn't a thing. You can't just be anything you want every day because then that you could be anything it's like me waking up tomorrow going i'm a komodo dragon now sorry yeah i am a komodo dragon now don't come near me or i'll <laughs> slither on you you know and people be like oh dave sexually assaulted me oh, oh why what did he do he like started licking me with a real rapid tongue <laughs> and be like nah man i'm a komodo dragon do it on you know, I mean, it's not sexual, it's just the way the Komodo dragon is. And then it crawl really slowly on all fours. Ideally, if I had had the surgery to, to run like a dog, I would have real good control over walking on all fours. But, you know what, guys? This has been uh, one of the weirder, weird podcasts. There's been no real structure, no nothing. But we're going to just wrap it up here because it's quarter past two. And i got to get my sleep. And I'm only going to get... Oh, I'm only going to get three hours and 45 minutes sleep tonight, and then I'm up at six. But you're going to have to like and share the spar video when it comes out then, because you get to look in and see my, my wee bags, all the bags under my eyes. More bags under my eyes and bags in Boy George's wardrobe. Whether it be handbags or ball bags, who knows? But anyway, yeah, follow me on social media and shit. Go on iTunes, rate and review the podcast, tell people about the podcast, spread the word of the podcast, support local comedy, and I'll hopefully be back next week if I don't die of sleep deprivation, but hey, fingers crossed I won't, and if I do, come to my funeral and fucking be sad and shit, bye.